about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29's big book of everything Then all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And we are collectively known as Flat29. Each episode, we add a new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This is chapter 67, 3. So our chapter this week is about the number three. Three related issues, questions and queries are things we have and we want to share with each other. We're worried about three. We wake up in the middle of the night in hot sweats thinking about the number three. So we want to get it off our chest and discuss it as a team. And during our conversation, we will try and assign some point values. And I'd recommend you doing this in your own conversations as well. Always good to add a competitive element. Assign some point values. At the end, we can tot them up, find a winner, and that person will win an exciting three-related prize. Now, Rich is our prize expert, so I'm going to go live to him now to tell us what we could win as successful uh, quiz winners. There isn't really a name for that. Rich, what could we win? Has anyone else got a prize idea? I can't. I haven't got a good prize idea. <laughs> All right, let's go to our deputy prize uh, champion, Charlie. Charlie, what might we win? Um, three witches. You get to star in uh, the opening scene of Macbeth and <laughs> um, uh, prance around as one of the witches of your choosing. Amazing. Do you get to choose the witch? Oh, you just said that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rich, you'd better have a bloody great big button to press to start this whole thing off. Hell yeah. How many buttons have you got? What I've got is one of these mobile things for old people with a very large button on great. them. And how is it and related I'm gonna to push three? number three? On okay, that. cool. And you know how, like, um, when you push phone number buttons, it makes a different tone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For no reason that I yeah. know of. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's that's the noise of the. <laughs> Do you button. generally not know why it has different tones for different? So buttons? you can. So some people's phone numbers can be a song. Is it for? blind people no it's it's they use the audio thing to work out what number you're pushing beep, boop, boop, boop. Means yeah it's a definite like, tone for each number i'd like um to speak to dan if you ever <laughs> have you ever called axel f <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> you just know his number don't you, you just do it by the tones yeah <laughs> Hi, I'm Axel F. How can I help you? Isn't he American? Hi, I'm Axel F. How can I help you? Hi, I'm Axel F. F. Well, gosh darn it, how can I help you? This is going a bit Lee Harvey Oswald, or at least your interpretation of him. I've just been playing on my synthesizer. (laughs) You just caught me on my little synthesizer there, (laughs) playing my theme tune. If you could call Axel F and you could ask him one question, what would it be? <laughs> why, why did you allow the crazy frog? 
Yes, that's the best question. Why did you sign the rights away to a perfectly good song to a frog? Why did Crazy you approve the adaptation? You could have said no. <laughs> the adaptation. We could have been spared that. Really <laughs> good song to a frog. <laughs> Not a real frog. <laughs> Not even a real frog. It's a crazy animated frog. It's definitely a crazy frog. <laughs> right, Rich, press your Axel F themed button now. I'm sorry I've been away for so long. I just want you to know that I'm still your podcast man. What else can I do to make it up to you? I'll do whatever I can. I'll post some episodes online. You can listen to them if you like. But please don't unsubscribe. Um, so, my question is, what is the correct number of tines on a fork? Currently, there are four. First of all, say that word again. Tine. Tine? What is yeah, that? It's T-Y-N-E. It's the number of prongs on a fork. Only Charlie would know the correct name for a prong on a fork. That's but incredible. Let me get to my point. <laughs> three be better? Should we then make it more like a trident rather than a fork? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, would that be more efficient? I mean, you look at a lot of cake forks, they quite often have three tines, and therefore it would be actually technically a cake trident. Mm-hmm. But would that be more efficient in general life? What, to have three prongs on a fork? Yeah. What are the prongs for? Like, I mean, I get they're for stabbing stuff, but why do you need four prongs mean what you can eat four peas at once? Surely the number of prongs is almost irrelevant. Really? Unless... Do, you only sk- do you skewer one pea to a... Yeah, I do, yeah. To a point? <laughs> I do. Okay. I have pea per prong. That's my policy. Time? Yeah, I have a pea per prong policy. You don't put it flat and then just pull the peas onto the top of it. No, I mush the peas down into a fine paste. I often find you can't go prong with a fork. Do you yeah. even have peas because they're not beige? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> nice one. What well a rich. Um, the thing is, Charlie, the clue's in the name. If it wasn't a four-pronged fork, it wouldn't be a fork. You're right, it'd be a trident. But would that be better? Should we replace the fork? I think, right, you could have tons of blades, if you can call them them, which you can't. You can call them a trine or whatever you said. Tines. Trines. Tines. 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 If you had enough of them, it would be a spoon, wouldn't it? Uh, (laughs) Not if they weren't joined together. At worst, it would be a a spork. At a certain level, they're going to be so... Like, they're going to be atoms separating each Well, you'd either get some sort of runcible spoon or a spork. Runcible spoon? Who's that? Is that a Charles (laughs) Dickens character? (laughs) No, it's from the Owl and the Pussycat. Is it? Charlie, you're full of references today. This guy knows so much about forks. He's insane. It upsets me that you don't know where Runcible Spoons come from. No, I don't don't know what you're talking about. Well, look, either way, Charlie, what what are you looking for with your question again? How many forks should... How many trines should a spork have? Tines. (laughs) T-I-N-E. Sheikret, a song about forks, didn't they? Yeah, good times. Good times. (laughs) 
<laughs> These are the good times. Leave your fuck behind. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. It's probably the best disco song about cutlery that I've ever heard. <laughs> but the second best is Knife Fever, Knife Fever. We know how to do it. Knife Fever. <laughs> Any more disco songs about cutlery? <laughs> uh, let's just pause the podcast for a moment while we think of some. L A D E L. He was ladle. L A D E L. She was, was L. A ladle. <laughs> Can we please make a disco concept album about gallery? <laughs> well, so we could have working time to five. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. Five times. Could be. Charlie, not three. Oh, it might be. I mean, is that a legitimate answer to the question? It was it was should be changed to three, but maybe that's not the right answer. Okay, I think, Charlie, they should be jutting out from the utensil at all angles so you can get peas in a 360 degrees radius. So it looks more like a hairbrush. Yeah, but you roll it around your plate and then eat whatever arrives on it. <laughs> that sounds really delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you get it off that without spearing your tongue? Well, that's part of the fun, isn't it? Uh, you tell me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess that is part of the risk. But then a bit of extra danger makes meals exciting. I think however many prongs there are, it'll be a sign of the times. Nice. Nice. <laughs> did that did that did that deserve a nice? <laughs> I think that actually deserves the point. <laughs> oh no. What a low bar. Filling the gaps of puns just, but just the, the same way. the same pun as well. <laughs> just do the same pun again. But can I just confirm that got me a point? It did, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm not even sure it's the point for the question, it's just gonna give you a point. <laughs> <laughs> what so the question's still up for grabs? Well, if you have nothing better. What about my spherical nightmare device? I mean, currently it's it's the only answer, so it's so come has to on, the point. Give me the spherical nightmare device. <laughs> Fine, you can both have a point. Hey! What? That's unheard of. That's unorthodox, but I'll allow it. We've been doing this a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan said something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. Okay, so three is a prime number. Do you feel like as an early 30-something man, you are in your prime? Or has your prime passed? Or have you yet to prime? What an existential question. I, I think I'm constantly in the prime of one of the different ages of man. <laughs> Charlie, thinks he's, Charlie thinks he's not only in the prime of his life, he's in the prime of humanity. And he's the prime <laughs> of humanity. There are many ages of man, so therefore there can be many primes of life. Gosh. No? But is Amazon prime? Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. I think I'm in my Not Amazon like Prime. Not like this in any way, shape or form, but I like <laughs> I it. I think I'm in my Amazon Prime. <laughs> I've got Amazon Prime now. And, and I so probably... you are in the prime of your life. I think I probably am. You left your Amazon logged on at my house, Rich. Did I? Yeah, I was trying to order something earlier and it was automatically logged on as you. Shit the bed. That's dangerous. Because it said I had one item in my basket. And I was like, what? I don't remember doing that. And was it was it like a, a mattress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. 
little insight into my life there. Is this your memory okay. foam mattress topper? No, it was for, no, like, it was it's for like a, child. a child's mattress. Oh, it was child's a mattress, mattress for a child. Oh, what could I have bought on Rich's Amazon Prime? What, that he wouldn't notice? Also, I've got gift card credit and everything. I see, I didn't look at that. Oh, you could have been the prime of your life. I wouldn't well, have even known. It's still logged on, so I'm getting on there afterwards. <laughs> I might just, like, rather than even buying something, I might just look at a load of stuff to mess up his algorithms. So that his sounds, suggested items are insane. That sounds quite helpful, though, because the Amazon thing's super creepy. My family do that every year at Christmas anyway. What, don't worry scramble about the it. algorithms? Yeah, because like, I have they to buy, shout Cliff, after dinner have to buy Christmas. Cliff Richard for Christmas or something. Oh. I mean, you say that, but I mean, I feel like you're buying it for you. Has Cliff mm. Richard got a new album out? He's always got a new album Has out. Has he really? It's like saying, is there going to be some weather tomorrow? <laughs> 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 the inevitability of Cliff is so depressing and bleak. What was the question? <laughs> so are you in your prime? I tell prime you who's gone? in their prime, Cliff hey. Bloody Richard. Like you he say. manages to I have an adoring group of fans, regardless of his age. It's all like tennis and the wine that he and uh, his vineyard. The he's a bit wine. like Charlie, I guess. He's like he's always in his prime. In many ways, Cliff and Charlie are two peas in a pod. I, I, I mean, I, I never hung out with the shadows in the same way. They're both incredible songwriters and make as ladies <laughs> of a certain age feel funny in their trousers. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting very awkward, Dan. One, two, <laughs> Why did I say trousers as well? I don't know. I, don't know. I think you had like a, a late bit of feminist sort of. <laughs> well, I, I was about to say something. <laughs> Women like, can wear I was about to play some, say something very sexist, so I thought I'd sort of like curve at the last minute. Well, it obviously worked, and no one noticed. So good job. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I've said that a lot today. <laughs> Are you in the prime of your life? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what? I think every time you... that The process of growing older is you constantly look back and you feel like you were old, but then five years later you look back and then you go, I wasn't old. What a bloody idiot. I remember turning 20 and thinking, oh, well, I'm in my 20s now. I'm a proper grown-up now. That's bollocks. I was an idiot. So, and I think that every time... Well, there was some research the other day that said you didn't really become an adult until you hit your 30s. Yeah. It is a good... It's a good time... But then also, me and Rich were watching videos earlier of my encroaching bald spot, so you never know. <laughs> it's well, all that's the thing, but do you not here. think as you get older, like different bits of you become their prime? So obviously your hairline is well past that. Oh yeah, it's well but, gone. I mean, but you could also say that, you know, kind of being a bit of a silver fox around the temples, your temples yeah. are coming into their prime. Yeah, or, then, you know, perhaps yeah. like now the actual, you can probably fill in your beard. Uh, and it's not so patchy That's true anymore. Well you hair know. level It's a real mixed bag Me and Rich yeah, Were having is, quite an in-depth Conversation goes, about the, this the, the bottom of the face Improves You know it's, it's tricky Earlier on Me and Rich were uh, Discussing our relative Hair levels Including Chest hair distribution Which also <laughs> increases With age Yes Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a it's, mess down the there The spread over the shoulders And down into the back Is, is terrifying um, I was thinking like Is it when you like you get male but you're not excited about it anymore <laughs> what, like, that's how you know you're in your cause, prime because you just yeah, had that many strippers at this point because <laughs> you're like when you're young you're like it's exciting to get a letter isn't it mm-hmm. 
I think that's more but, um, a sign of the times, Rich, that mail is not exciting anymore because. Hey, but it is, isn't it? But it's more exciting now because it's less like. Well, no, I get a lot for of you. It's, it's your Amazon Prime delivery, isn't it? Yeah. It's that mattress that you bought. Yeah, but mate, Are you excited about that? <laughs> It's that bet plug I ordered that I didn't even yeah. know I needed. <laughs> that, was, that was me. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Do you know what? We'd be idiots to look to say, I think if we were saying now, oh, look at, you know, early 30s, we're over the hill and everything's shit. In about 10 years, we're going to feel like twats looking back at ourselves and going, do you remember when we were 30 and we thought we were old? So I feel like it's probably gracious to say things are all right right now and it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. And then death. Things are only just beginning to hurt now and you've only just started making the sighing noise when you sit down. But give it another 10 years, then you'll be in the sweet spot for that. But, of course, it's worth saying, although physically there's a decline, the rest of your life is loads better. Like when you're you're particularly young, it's shit, isn't it? Uh, You're going to have to put some context around this. (laughs) No, like when you're a teenager, it's all about uh, stress and hormones and then when you're in your 20s it's all about finding out who you are and what you want to do with your life and so it's a bit more it's a bit easier when you get a bit older because you can be a little bit less stressed about stuff right? I don't know I feel like my work stress has got worse yeah, and my life true. stress has got worse. Professional responsibilities maybe become a little bit more so, but surely, like, you become and a little bit more stress. relaxed. Don't tell you guys my house is a fiery oh, death trap. Oh, Charlie, I'm sorry. Oh, I missed that story out. I thought okay. this was universal, oh. but it sounds like, are you all right, mate? No, I'm stressed. Oh, Charlie, it's going to be all right. You're in the prime of your life. <laughs> That's not what my hairline says. Oh, you're <laughs> going to be great, Charlie. Everything's great. Your prime's still yet to come, buddy. And you just need to subscribe. Is this what you wanted, Rich, when you said this question? <laughs> not really, but, you know. Well, it's happened. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the point to Dan because he's... Because of my pet talk I gave to Charlie. Yeah, he's releasing a lot of positive energy. God damn it. And he's got sufficiently (laughs) hairy areas. A podcast is a media file that's distributed over the internet. Using syndication feeds for playback on possible media players and personal computers. Three's a crowd, is what people say. But... What really defines a crowd? Quite clearly three. You literally just said it in the question. Well, if you had, if you were doing a gig and there were three people in the audience, would you be like, crowd's insane tonight? No. You'd be sad. You'd go home. It depends home. how big the room you're performing in is. It depends mm. on the main mental state of Wembley the three Stadium. said people. <laughs> yeah, Wembley Stadium 3 is not a crowd, but, you know, yeah. your bedroom, three might be. What? Are you doing a gig in the bedroom? Do you not? <laughs> do you do one every night to your teddies? Yeah, crack open the window, neighbours get a full-on performance. Yeah, and what do you play? Axel F. Nothing but hits. <laughs> Mainly Axel F. <laughs> That's the Charlie Moses and Nothing But Hits tour of his bedroom. Damn right. Um, so the question is, what defines, because it seems like crowd, you know, a crowd is contextual, isn't it? So what defines a crowd? More people than I can hug in five minutes. <laughs> How much of a lingering hug are you giving? Uh, I'm saying one where they feel comforted, yeah. uh, but not necessarily uncomfortable. Not creepy, okay. No. 
No, That's so quite it's, a lot of it's, people, it's not a it's not a wrap my arms around and let go. It's one yeah. where there's a bit of a squeeze. It's probably yeah. like a I, I, I want to say three seconds between three and five seconds. Okay, that's the acceptable sm- hug not window. Not a smash and grab. No, <laughs> no, exactly. And is that a, is that an offer you you know at all of your gigs, Charlie? Will you hug every member of the crowd? Or five oh, minutes worth, and then you'll stop. Didn't you know I'm part of the um, Ed Sheeran tour uh, to work out what his crowd size is? Oh, yeah. Well, so you go out as the support act to hug I, everyone. Well, I just go out and I, I give the front row a hug, and that gives us a good estimate of how many people are in the venue. And as long as you're doing it for over five minutes, you're like, look, I can stop there, actually, Ed. This is officially a crowd. You can get on the stage and do your shitty songs. I, exactly, exactly. Yeah. We, we high-five, and he goes on yeah. and, you know, gets the loop pedal out, and it's worth it. Oh, wouldn't you be sad if you were like... Is the it next- person in line for Charlie's hug and then he decided to call it as yeah that's officially a crowd I don't need to carry no, on I mean anymore. I did the whole of the front row just to make it fair do you okay yeah. that's good so get there early at Ed Sheeran's gig if you're uh, planning to go it's why you get a crush to the front it's not yeah. for everyone to be at the front for the mo concert hug. it's all about the hugs it's all about the mo hug <laughs> exactly it's the same about people coming to work you know that's how, that's how we gauge that everyone's in the office what you hug them all yeah when everyone comes in the morning they get a hug oh what a really friendly workplace yeah, I think you just what you do is you shout out on the PA system. Are you a crowd? <laughs> and then, and depending then if on the res- response, yeah, can they correctly just... organise to perform a coherent response? <laughs> response, yeah. And probably if the they... answer is if they can organise to perform a coherent response, they're not a crowd. So if it just sounds like a random mess, they probably are a crowd. Yeah. I mean, can we not use the the, the Coldplay method, which is um, give them a light up armband, and if it looks cool, then it's a crowd. Because <laughs> 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 like three people with the light up armbands would not look cool. No, exactly. It looks like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three people of our fans look tragic and sad. Yeah, they do. Really? <laughs> you have to play an uplifting song at them, and you go, "Am I feeling this?" When the stadium lights up, and you go, "Oh, there's like four people." Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I prefer to have the lights, house lights down at all times, so I can imagine my own crowd. Don't let me confront the reality. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Then there's well, always a crowd. There's always a crowd in my mind. Well, look, after that bit of sad ending, let's give the point to Charlie. Well done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got a computer and a laptop too. Yes, I got a tablet and a mobile I can use. No, I'm getting quite bored now when I go online. So I think it's time to listen to Flat 29. How should we make a decision when there are three options? You can't toss a coin, which is the mm-hmm. classic way of making a decision when you don't mm-hmm. know. There's three options. What do you do? What's the best way to decide? Oh, Charlie, you know in our last chapter, when it finished with a draw, that yes. was that's this what happened, wasn't it? Three options, and it we was. couldn't toss yes. a coin. So maybe we can decide this now, and we can retroactively decide the winner for the previous podcast, which I know we sure. decided let's, was you, let's make it but for no reason. For Rich. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. What about if you toss a coin, but the third side is it lands on the edge so heads i win tails rich wins if the coin happens to land on its side for some reason you win well, i think three possibilities well, what about you have to have a three-way no, a three-way no, no. what i don't like that idea 
Wow, there's a lot of uh, heckling our own ideas here. <laughs> there's a lot of ambiguity about Rich's suggestion. That's in have a three-way. Yeah. You know what, what competitively? Wow. Mayor, so you want to distance yourself from it immediately. You said it, mate. <laughs> if that's how you treat well, a three-way... That's a classic Rich Green idea, is that he says something and then immediately says no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the winner of this three-way. <laughs> yeah, I usually declare myself a winner at the end of any sexual act. <laughs> and I am the winner! And I throw my hands in the air like I just didn't get. My happy ending was achieved... Thus, I am the winner. Let's go. Let's check Hawk here to see if that is correct. We did a thing, and I did my thing first, and so I am the winner. I am the happiest first. You're just saying who gets the end first is therefore the winner. Well, that's how most things are judged. That's how races work. Mm. It's not a satisfaction thing. No, well, it is. I think no. Are you saying it should be based on speech, damage, and aggression? Always. <laughs> How about Charlie drawing straws? Classic. Yeah. So you get a pen and paper, and you've got to draw the best straw to see who is the most accurate, and the winner is the best, most accurate straw. So you're saying the drawing that looks most like a straw is the yeah. one that we should choose? Yeah. And, and it who can be... judges the fact that it looks most like a straw? Um, An actual straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A scarecrow, because he's made of straw. And what criteria would the scarecrow judge it? <laughs> uh, speed, speed, damage, and aggression. Speed, damage, and aggression, yeah. <laughs> Sounds perfectly reasonable. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, point to Dan. <laughs> I like how Charlie had a lot of questions there, but he was very happy with all of the answers. So great. <laughs> they were good answers. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> Okay, I'm happy to acquiesce if it's sensible. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's always on the internet. He goes online all the time. My dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. Oh, daddy, won't you talk to me? Sorry, son, I'm just doing a tweet. Seems like I only speak to you on Twitter, Dad. At my dad, do you remember me? Hashtag, my dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. Okay, guys, continuing the theme a little bit of the last question. Flat29's Big Book of Everything has three presenters. Is that too many? Probably. Could we get away with two, or just one, (laughs) or do we need more than three? I think if, three is the best number. Imagine if it was just one of us, it would be unlistenable. Well, because <laughs> we've tried it with more, it was. and it, it didn't really work very well. Like, when we've had guest presenters, it becomes a uh, who should be talking. And then when, when we thought about doing it with two, it got really boring because, well, well I guess you know, we talk we don't have over, interesting things. Yeah, we talk over each other constantly all the time well, we anyway. <laughs> anyone else would be awful and um, yeah we're not interesting enough to be able to carry it on our own or even as a duo exactly so three, <laughs> three is, is the I mean magic some number. might say we're not interesting enough to carry it even as a trio but they've this, been this mean. is also true they've I mean, been mean. I, and I think that's deadly you know represented in the decline in listenership over the years but <laughs> you know, at, at, at some point people <laughs> that's possibly also the fact of our uh, inability to keep a proper schedule <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, the, the fact that even in a year we didn't manage to produce three podcasts. <laughs> and, and also, we haven't done a song for a while. Oh, God. 
guys what's going <laughs> on I, I mean i think actually the last time we did a song was what 2012 nine oh, great no, year, i feel like it was the christmas songs in 2012 charlie you think 2012 was our peak don't you that was our peak i'm really getting that from you today <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me when we peaked after that 2012 was that the olympics yeah, yes. Yeah, great. Charlie's yeah. really depressing great me with yeah. this peak thing. <laughs> I know. You said it, Rich. I knew that would be a sad question. <laughs> we should what what we should do beforehand is we should say each other our questions and vet whether they're gonna be sad or not. But I feel like you know, three might be the best number of presenters, but should we also have like a revolving number of presenters? So if it's yeah. three in any one show. But overall, should it also be three presenters? Should it be multiples of three? Should we have six presenters and each show has three? I think sometimes we should bow out and allow three other people to do it instead of us. Or exactly. just keep things fresh and a bit of perspective as well. So each one of us could let our brothers do it. <laughs> I love that. Maybe we should have a um, like bring your daughter to work day. Your what? But only Rich has got only Rich has got a daughter. So it would basically be just Sophie on her own <laughs> delivering the entire podcast. Not letting our children do it, come on. That would be better than the shipping forecast, but not a lot better. I mean, there's certainly episodes that would be better than some of the ones we've done. I think I've gone on record of saying that I would listen to a podcast presented by all of our dads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I'd listen to that as well. I stand by that. I'd listen the shit out of that. Maybe we should an episode where it's just our dads do it. Yeah, it'd be great. So the answer is three's an optimum number, but just not S3. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) Three's great. It's not the number that's the problem, it's us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the general quality <laughs> I like that <laughs> okay right well who gets a point for that I'll give you a point for that Dan Sweet. why does Dan get the point because I I, I probably said something about that <laughs> I feel like Dan needs a point no oh, really, charity he, point Dan God really damn. doesn't need a point he's meant to be out in the lead I said about our dads doing it and that is the yeah. best possible scenario so come on I know I'm just upset by how much you're winning this week and I'm, the time won has bloody years. has oh, gone do, oh, oh okay <laughs> sorry I was about to freak out and do another one but okay <laughs> sorry I would like, Charlie, you to deliver with as much gravitas as you can muster the final results, trying to maybe even throw in a curveball in case the listener may have guessed who's winning. All right? Yeah. Yeah. In third place. Great gravitas so far. And also joined second place. Oh, shit. It's Charlie and Rich with one point each. I mean, he hasn't thrown a curveball yet, but let's see. <laughs> let's means, see what he does next. Which means, <laughs> yeah, in first place, yeah, for the first time, yeah, in God knows how many episodes, yeah, is Tristan Pate. What? <laughs> That motherfucker. His brother. Yeah! His brother. Dan. Yeah! Oh my god. Charlie, you really. Uh, that was an emotional roller coaster for me. So thank you very much. You totally delivered. <laughs>
<laughs> I haven't won potentially ever, so I'm delighted about That's that. That's absolutely not true, but it has been a while. And you'll be delighted to know you've won on the podcast where we couldn't write quite really narrow down what the prize was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> what? And also, given the empty nightmare, you might not actually win, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> what, was the, what was the prize again? What did Charlie say? It could be one of the three witches in Macbeth, oh, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Great. Okay, yeah. fantastic. That's definitely what I won. <laughs> That's what you always wanted, right? That's what I want. An acting commitment. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it yeah. could launch. It could be the launch pad for your acting career. It could. You never You're get right. to explore your thespian side, Dan. Come You're on. right. You know what? I'm being ungrateful. I'm taking the win. I'm delighted with it. I'd like to thank, I guess, Rich and Charlie for always believing in me. <laughs> um, and that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, that draws our podcast to a close. So I guess all there is time for is to say three things. I'll go first. Uh, radiator. <laughs> Charlie? <laughs> oh, is, is that how this is working? Yeah, you just oh, got to okay. say a thing. Sure, but you said I'll say three things and you said oh, one thing. Oh, sorry. I thought we were going to collectively say the things. I no, mean, I understand rehearsed... where you're going, but it made no sense based on what you said. When we rehearsed this earlier this didn't come up you're right all of that rehearsal um, so Charlie what's your thing I'm a theme it along with Dan's I'm going to say barometer <laughs> on the um, grounds that it's pressure sensitive and right I'm going to say fish finger great um, is that the end <laughs> yeah it's the end <laughs> right see you next time bye <laughs> bye, bye. flat 29's big book of everything another topic down a million's to go I went for um, a meal with my dad last night and he ordered a quinoa burger and he said it in a variety of insane ways. Oh, quinoa really? was the first no. one, but then well, he adjusted to lots of other different pronunciations until finally uh, the, the, uh, the waiter corrected him. Nice. Anyway, that so was an is- aside. Okay. <laughs> it's what rich. is the correct one? A uh, quinoa. <laughs> Michael Quinner, like Michael Quinner, yeah. My, so, Michael Quiz Winner, as he's known. Yeah, yeah. yeah to give him his full name, <laughs> Michael Quiz Winner. That's his name. Say so, the prize winner, the winner, the Quinner, the, the Quinner, the Michael Quiz Winner, <laughs> the Michael Quiz Winner. This time, yeah. Yeah. will win the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Nay, the um, <laughs> you've used the word nay. You went in strong with a nay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's see what happens next. I want to see where this is going. The opportunity, nay. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> he just said nay. Don't say nay unless you're very confident. <laughs> I liked it. He was going big and it's just collapsed. I know. Oh, it's disappointing. <laughs>